0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shorts with Tara and Jill. Although it's not really shorts weather here in Boston. It's 20 degrees Fahrenheit. It is freezing, so we're definitely not wearing shorts. But I hear Tara is planning on wearing a bathing suit tomorrow. So can't wait to hear about that. Tara, how is your week going? Well, my week is
1: going great, thank you. And I will be wearing a swimsuit, but indoors, (laughs) thankfully. But yes, the week's been going great. Yesterday, I did a great shoot with Neiman Marcus. We are doing a four part series on styling, which is going to be great. It's going to be for Instagram TV. Um, You know, we're going to talk about how to organize your closet, alterations, getting rid of your old clothes, donating, and how to fill your space or your clothing with new items. Um, you know, we talked a lot about just making decisions, which I think is really hard. And in both my business, you know, cleaning out your stuff or shopping and Jill, what, you know, I think that there's a lot of making decisions in your business as well.
0: Definitely. I think one of the things that entrepreneurs struggle with is just being decisive and cutting out the noise and getting to an answer. It's easy to easy to procrastinate for sure.
1: So um, we'll get more, you know, information from you. But, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about organizing your closet and going through it. Um, People are always, well, they hire me, obviously, to come in and help them. But now that it's COVID, I can't really do that. So I would say, you know, the first step in uh, cleaning out your closet or organizing it is take everything out. And I know that sounds so tedious, but do it and try on everything.
0: That is so hard for me. It's first of all, I have a small closet. Secondly, uh, taking everything out is just, it just feels so overwhelming.
1: It is overwhelming, but you got to do it because (laughs) when you take everything out and then you go through and you try things on, you make more space in your closet. Do you know the feeling when you walk in and it's just like you're staring at all of these clothes staring back at you and you're thinking, I don't even wear half of that stuff?
0: i know i know and i i'm always hopeful that i will wear half of that stuff at some point but it just sits there and i wear the same you know 10 things over and over
1: it's true i think you know that's a lot about what we talked about yesterday and Nima marcus is just make a decision like if it doesn't fit get rid of it if it's been sitting in your closet for a long time get rid of it if you think that you're gonna wear it when you lose a certain amount of weight but you haven't get rid of it none of those are positive feelings So you really want to walk in with a cleansed closet and you want to be able to see things. So once you pull everything out and you've tried everything on, then it's the organizing part. Jill, are you good at organizing?
0: I'm really good at organizing a lot of things in my life, but not my clothes. I'm really bad at organizing clothes. I go back and forth between should I be doing it by color? Should I be doing it by like blazers versus shirts versus pants it's just it's overwhelming for me and my closet again is so small <laughs> that organizing it would probably make a huge difference i just i can't seem to do it
1: so i think a lot of people run into that issue and i think you should organize either by color if you really are a you know visual person sometimes color really works You can do it by, um, you know, seasonal things. Now, if you have a smaller closet like yours, you might want to take everything out that's not in season and then bring it back. I also, this woman, she designed this incredible system. I'm obsessed with it. It's outfit your closet and you take pictures of your outfit and then you put it in a hanger that she created where you could put a picture in and you organize your closet by outfits. And I love that idea.
0: I love that idea. I feel like the container store should carry that. It's the the best, most OCD closet organizer tool ever. And for
1: people who, you know, a lot of times I make lookbooks for people and it's exactly what I do is I take pictures and then I just put it in an album. But how much easier is it if it's just hanging in your closet? Love it. Yeah. So let's talk more about your business, Jill. And, you know, what do people find is difficult to make a decision in your business?
0: Yeah. So a lot of founders and entrepreneurs just get stuck because when you're starting a business, you have so many different inputs and there's so much information that you're you're trying to wrestle down. And then you're also just trying to actually implement some of the things that you're deciding on. And it's just, it's overwhelming. And so I would recommend to to basically just make the decision It's a lot easier said than done. Here are some of the steps that I have taken in the past that have been helpful for me. So first of all, sitting down and drawing out like a good old fashioned decision tree, which if you don't know what that is, A, Google it, B, (laughs) it's where you basically kind of understand what decision you're trying to make. And then are there a series of sort of sub decisions you need to get to that answer? So, so... You know, if you are trying to decide whether to buy a car, you need to decide certain things to build up to that big decision. And so it's sort of, it's sort of plotting out that path to the decision. Um, The second thing is once you have that decision tree, then understanding the cost of making the wrong decision. And so a lot of people get really hung up on, you know, well, if I, if I decide option A, You know, that's such a big deal. It's such a hard decision. But when you really think about it, what is the true cost of making a mistake on that decision? So, if you ended up making the wrong mistake, what would happen? What would be the worst case? Could you actually reverse that decision? Um, And then the third tactic that I've taken that's been really helpful in my whole career is bouncing it off a trusted advisor or a colleague or a friend who's not too close to the situation. So, you know, you're thinking about making this particular decision in your business. You know, I want to hire XYZ, I think I should bring on an investor, whatever the decision is. You just kind of um, taking a beat and, and being open to feedback, being open to other people's opinions and just going out and asking a few very trusted advisors or friends what they think of it. And um, that's been super helpful for me because they sort of oftentimes will call me on my own BS <laughs> And that will be really helpful in in making me feel confident about making that decision.
1: Well, I think that we can all speak to that in some type of form that we've gone through. And Jill, you and I for this podcast have done the same thing. We are putting it out there and asking people we know and trust what they think about it. And sometimes it's hard to hear the truth. But I want to tell you the thing about I love about Jill, because Jill really helped me build my business, is you know, I would go into every meeting thinking, I really don't want to hear what Jill has to say because I know I have to do it. <laughs> and I do that with a lot of love because I knew when I came out that I was going to have to start taking pictures for Instagram and being on Instagram because Jill was right. And here we are. And Jill was totally right. So um, your tips are always helpful, Jill. And, you know, listen to what she's saying.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I think it's for sure it's one of my strengths. I'm definitely a very decisive person. Um probably to a fault because sometimes it probably would be beneficial for me to stop and just sit with the decision for a while, but I really like getting to an answer. So Um, so I love helping other people be decisive as well.
1: Well, you're good at it.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm. So that concludes this episode of Shorts with Tara and Jill, where we have attempted to demonstrate the power of just making the decision, whether it comes to your closet, your business, or other parts of your life. So Tara is going to summarize. There's always three things, right? Tara is going to summarize the three ways you can just make the decision in your closet.
1: First, always take everything out. Even if it's cumbersome, just do it. Then try on everything, everything to see how it fits. And then once your closet is cleaned out, you can start to organize.
0: And to make decisions in your business, to feel confident in those decisions, number one, draw out a decision tree on paper. What do you need to get to an answer? Number two, understand the cost of making the wrong decision. Could you reverse it? And number three, bounce it off a trusted advisor or colleague or friend who is not too close to the situation. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, beaded shorts, running shorts, board shorts.